Welcome, everybody, to the NFL betting show. We are at week four in the NFL season. I'm Mike Goodpaster. I'm here with my two closest friends. Number one, uh, oh, I'm going to really mess up, Steve. My, my number one closest friend is our beat reporter in the NFL, Dan Kornhauser. How you doing, Dan? What's up, guys? I'm good. I would be better if I wasn't so ass last week, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that soon. We'll get into it right now because hey, Dan, Dan was I seven and a lot of nine time down there. Week. Don't worry about it. You, you'll rebound. I mean, you, everybody has, you know, you had a down week. I had an up week. That's They're both yeah. anomalies. Yep. And we have saved the best for last, which is Steve Risley, who last week was 10 and six. I was nine and seven. So now on the year, me and Steve are tied for first. Dan is in dead last place. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great, man. I'm having fun. It's a beautiful weather out here in L.A. No complaints. So... No, no rain like you boneheads are getting. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's get into week four. We have some interesting games here. We're going to start off with what looks like will be the race most of the year to win the NFC North. You get the Detroit Lions at the Green Bay Packers. Dan, Detroit is favored by a point and a half at Lambeau Field. They won last year at Lambeau. Can they win again? Yes. Yes, they can. And I believe that they will. I'm going to pick them at this one. One minus one. I think that's a win on, on every front. I don't know why it's minus one. I like Green Bay. I think they're better than most people expected them to be. And I think they could very well win the division if this defense stays right and they get their ground game together. I mean, love looks good. But Detroit's a better team. I trust their offense more because we've seen, seen them do it. And... Why not? It just says Aaron Rodgers and the Packers uh, own the Bears. Let let the Lions uh, start being the Packers, Daddy. That'd be uh, that'd be kind of fun. All right, Steve. Do you agree? You got to take the Lions here and give the point point and a half. Yeah, I think I am. I, I you know I just pretty evenly match up, um, but I I like the Lions this year. Packers, I'm not sold on on uh, their quarterback yet. Um, what's his love, name? Love, love. Jordan Love. I I wanted to say Jalen Hurts, but it's Jordan Love. I, I, I He had a good game, um, but I'm not sure he's consistent yet. Pretty much defensively, uh, 62 points are given up by the Packers, 63 by the Lions, points four. I mean, this is a pretty two pretty evenly matched teams, I think, in, in terms of statistics and things, but for some reason, I just – I like the Lions. I'm going to go with the Lions and give up the point and a half here. All right. I think this – both teams are dealing with key injuries, especially at the running back position. I think with both running games possibly limited, this is going to come down to which quarterback makes the most mistakes. Jared Goff, Jordan Love. Love's played really well. Goff's played really well. The one thing I do know, even last year, Goff had a really good season. He was great at home. He was mediocre on the road. That worries me a little bit here. But with all that being said, you know, he played well in Kansas City the first game of the year. I think Detroit wins this game straight up, and I think they definitely cover the point and a half. So I'm going to go with Dan's Detroit Lions also. That brings us, Steve, to what I think is the most interesting game of the week. We've got two red-hot offenses in the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. Mm. The Bills are at home in Orchard Park. They're favored by two and a half, Steve. Yeah, I, I I looked at this game and and you know, seventy points in a week. Their offense is clicking. Um, Tagliabue or uh, how are you pronouncing? I maybe. Tua Tagovailoa. 
too, too Tupelo. He looks good. He looks like he's not going to make a lot of mistakes. He looks solid. I think he threw his first pick Sunday, didn't he? Wasn't that just his first pick of the season? I think so. Yeah, and, you know. No way, no. Uh, two, yeah, no, two's got two picks on the year. Sorry. Two's got two. Okay. Yeah. There's a couple quarterbacks that threw their first pick. Oh, it was a guy from Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get to that game though. But uh, um, to make a short story, I, I I think playing at home and the little letdown the Dolphins may see. I don't know. I'm going to go with Buffalo. I think Buffalo's a more solidly built team. Miami's going to be in a year or two, but I still think they're developing and getting better. And it's scary to think what Miami's going to be like next season and the rest of this season. But I'm going to go with Buffalo. And give up the two and a half points. All right, Dan, what do you think? Initially, I wanted to go with Buffalo, but Miami's red hot. I don't know how you can really pick against them. And Buffalo minus two and a half. I would go with it if I felt better about Josh Allen at this point. They've blown out these last two teams. But that week one against the Jets, is that what's, is that what's going to happen when he plays against good defenses? Not saying Miami's defense is anything special, but I know Josh Allen's great. He's still one of my top quarterbacks in the league. But – and with Miami being on fire, two was going in. The offense looks unstoppable. 70 points is an outlier. But I'm going to take Miami in this one. But I, I don't, I don't want to sleep on Buffalo. This is a toss-up for me. Their defense yeah. is one of the best in the league. Second overall, I think – second in, in or third in scoring. Um, they're one of the best against the pass. I think they've got 12 sacks as a team or something like that, which would be, I think, tied for second. So, yeah, their defense is legit, but I'm I'm going to take yeah. Miami. Yeah, I, before, Mike, before you go, I just add one thing to what Dan was saying is that Buffalo's coming off a nine-sack day against Washington. Now, granted, it's Washington, but still nine sacks in one game tells you their defense is Dominant. coming at you. And we'll see what – um, Tulio Topo does with that kind of pressure on him. Um, but yeah, I just want to point out nine sacks in one game for Buffalo's defense. Mike, go ahead. I apologize for butting in. Oh, you didn't butt in. I wasn't talking yet. All right. I, I believe this. I believe Miami will win this division if Tua Tagovailoa stays healthy all year. But that being said, right now, I think both offenses are playing as good as any offenses in football. I don't know. I think Miami's hurting a corner, and they're even hurting a little bit guys banged up at wide receiver. I think the difference here is you're in Buffalo, but the biggest difference out of all this is I think Buffalo has what may be a top-10 defense brewing. Miami doesn't. So with that being said, you know, I think eventually Miami will win the war, but I think Buffalo will win this battle. I'll take Buffalo. I'll give the two-and-a-half points. Me, me and Steve will still be tied on our bet on the hat. Yeah, Mike, but, isn't, that, isn't that what I said? That I, I didn't I say the same thing you did? That, no, because you said that you think there were teams shaping up to be good next year. No, I and, said it's scary what they'll do the rest of the year, but next year they're probably going to be the team to beat in the NFL. I'll tell you, I think they're scary because of their offense. I yeah. Think they're less scary when you look at having to have a defense when you get into the playoffs. Yeah. So that's what would worry me there. Of course, we saw Kansas City, not the greatest defense in the world last year, but uh, yeah. I think Kansas City still had guys like Frank Clark and Chris Jones that were difference makers. I, I don't know how many difference makers the Dolphins uh, they have. They got Taylor Swift, man. Are you kidding me? They got Taylor Swift. Who does? That's uh, the Chiefs. Kansas City. 
Nobody's talking about the Chiefs. Yeah, so All right. Waffles. Next up, and I don't <laughs> want to talk about dumbass Taylor Swift. I think it's absolutely disgusting. Next up, I think Travis Kelsey could do much better than her. The Philadelphia Eagles against the Washington Commanders. The Eagles are favored by seven. And right now, we watched the Commanders get them beat up pretty good. Their wins were against the Broncos and the Cardinals. They got a rude awakening last week. The offensive line is horrible. Sam Howell is horrible. Of course, how can you be horrible? How can you not be horrible when you don't have an offensive line? You don't run the ball. And they have a lot of holes here. Seven points is a lot, but I'm going to take the Eagles minus seven, Dan. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, is anyone going to stop DeAndre Swift? I mean, the guy is doing what he was expected to do in Detroit, but he never could, mostly because he couldn't stay on the field. We'll see when that injury uh, issue creeps up for him this year, if it does. But playing again, uh, behind maybe the best offensive line in football – with an elite uh, system, offensive system that is bred for guys to go in on the ground like this. And teams have to respect Jalen Hurts. I expect him to iron things out, you know, passing-wise. He threw a couple of picks, was gross, but they'll be fine. I'm going to go Philly. All right. Steve, what do you think? Yeah, Philadelphia, actually, believe it or not, it's a little bit of a surprise team to me. I didn't expect them to be as good as I think they're going to be. Um, I think they may be the class in the NFC along with San Francisco right now. Um, probably a little bit better than I thought Dallas was going to be. Um, you know, for, for Washington, Howell threw four picks. You know, he got sacked nine times, threw four picks. Um, you know, he's in over his head. Bring back that bonehead that that uh, played for the Colts for a season. What was his name? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, yeah, bring it. I got. I still have a Carson Wentz jersey. Let it go, Steve. I haven't burned it yet. (laughs) Let it go. go. Uh, Yeah, I, 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 I'd take the eight. Give up the eight points and take the Eagles. We're all on the same page here. All right, real quick. If you're going to bet on the games this weekend, make sure you go to Bet MGM. You click on the link in the description down below in the YouTube video. Make sure also you like, subscribe, hit the bell notification, follow us on Twitter at Grueling Truth. All right, next up, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting three points against the New Orleans Saints, Dan. This is a classic matchup. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go with the Bucs, mostly because injury questions with with Carr. Uh, He left the game this past week, and I'm – Pretty sure he's out. It's an AC joint injury in his shoulder. He's questionable right now, but I don't know. I don't know if uh, if he's going to be able to throw. I don't know which shoulder it is. I think it's his left shoulder. Don't quote me on that. But if he's not playing, they're not winning. Um, and if he's not playing, then this line is going <coughs> to be higher. It should be Tampa Bay being favored. And it should Where's be. Where's this game at? New Orleans. At New Orleans. <clears throat> so right. that, that's the only thing that's giving me pause is that it's in New Orleans. But if Carr's not playing, it's Bucks all the way. I think he won't play. And even if he does, I don't think he's healthy. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I think he won't play. I also think this. I think it's not going to be easy for Baker Mayfield either because I think you got Marshawn Lattimore to possibly contain Mike Evans again. He has before. But I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go to Bucks. 
and I'm going to take the three points. And that's my determining factor here. Whichever team was favored by three or less, I probably would have taken just to get the points because I think it's going to be a 16-13 type of game. So I'm going to go with Tampa Bay, Steve. I agree. I'll make it short and sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Tampa Bay and, and taking the three points. Uh, I'm not real hot on Jameis Winston. I think the team, New Orleans, won't be really tough until they get Derek Carr back healthy. Um, so I just – the moxie of Tampa Bay. The game's at New Orleans, which makes a little bit of a difference, but I'm going Bucks. All right, next up, we've got the Atlanta Falcons at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not really at the Jacksonville Jaguars because it's one of those dumbass London games. The Jaguars are favored by three, Steve. And the Jaguars are a team we thought would run away with the AFC South. Right now, they're in last place. They've lost their last two games. They look kind of a mess. What's your take here? Do you think the Jags can bounce back? Mike, who are are the Jaguars in last place to? To Um. everybody in the AFC South. No, no, only one team yeah, in the AFC are. South. Oh, so they're in last, but only one team's ahead of them? Yeah. You're not a very smart man, all right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Colts are two and one. All three other teams are one and two. And all four teams still suck, so make your pick, please. Well, it doesn't matter. That's not the question I asked. Let's go Texans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think Jacksonville had an off day. I think that's a good football team. Um, I, I think they're a little bit better. They're playing in Jacksonville at home. Oh no, they're playing in London. Um, it's just like home. They play. But, but, yeah. You know, you know, here's the thing to consider too. Jacksonville seems to every year end up in London playing and they're it feels that way. Yeah. It feels because they like have London, no crowd Jacksonville, <laughs> like the Colts played Jacksonville in London one year. Um, so I that's almost like a Wembley's almost like a home stadium all the way from home stadium to Jacksonville and you know that traveling it, it messes you up because you're playing in a completely different time zone games only on ESPN plus uh, it's a 9:30 start which is God knows what time eight hours difference in um, it, you know so what I've got ESPN plus and I I might cancel it just because they're gonna put this game on there then yeah it's it, my my thing is it's only on ESPN plus. Um, but I'm going to go with Jacksonville and give up the three points here. Yeah, I, I'm going to do the same thing because the Atlanta Falcons, I mean, they're hopeless offense because, offensively because Desmond Ritter, as I said when they drafted him, he's ass, as Dan would say. Um, I think the Jaguars, basically you contain Dijon Robinson. You force Desmond Ritter to throw. You win the game. I'm going to take the Jaguars here. But I think we've also found out, Dan, the Jaguars have some major issues with this team. But they'll win this game. So, Mike, you took Jacksonville. Steve, you took Jacksonville? Yes, sir. I'm taking Jacksonville as well. It's another another one. It's three in a row. Philly, Tampa Bay, and Jacksonville. And Detroit, we all agree on so far. That just uh, means if everybody goes out and bets that as a three-team parlay, they are bound to be rich. Damn right. Make it a four-team parlay. Bam. But, yeah, I'll take Jacksonville. Uh, even though I do want to see this offense get better, I want to see Calvin Ridley get in the rock. He had a great week one. Been a bit quiet the last two weeks. I think that's just uh, a flash in the pan kind of a thing. I don't expect that to be a thing moving forward. He showed out. I expect him to pick it back up, and I think it'll start this week. All right. Next up. You know I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I, last week I, I asked you for the first me. time I bet on, on the betting site. No, you didn't. 
Yeah, and the damn Colts cost me five thousand dollars in wins. I won eight thousand dollars, but and I would have won five thousand more had I taken the Colts. So man, what, you bet a band on these games? The f- what? What do you, what do you bet he a band on these? Oh man, I bet. Yeah, if you're gonna bet, bet. Don't sit there and play nickel dime quarter poker. Shit, that's why I don't bet. I did it one week, and now I'm not gonna do it again. I'm gonna take my winnings and and go. All right. So the story of time is over. Now we've got the Chicago Bears are so bad. So They're bad. Three-point underdogs to the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Broncos are, haven't won a game yet. At home. I know, Dan, you have been dying to pick this game. So I'll let you go first. I've been thinking about this game all day. This was the number one game on, on my docket. But no, seriously, dude, these teams suck. <laughs> it's really, really bad. It's it's historically bad almost. To give you an idea of how bad it actually is, not only aside from watching the game, how bad Justin Fields looks, how discombobulated both teams look overall, Denver's defense is atrocious. I don't even know if they could stop one of the worst college offenses right now. They're allowing 458 yards per game, 177 yards on the ground per game. That is 26 yards more than second place. Aside from that being disgustingly bad, they're fourth worst against the pass. They are the worst team in the league in QBR at 133.6, which is ridiculous. They only have four sacks as a team. Oh, cherry on top. They're giving up over 40 points a game, too. Yeah, now tell us how good the Bears' offense is, and that makes this an even bigger mess to pick. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, how how good the Bears all uh, defenses. How about this? They give up 35 points a game, second worst in the NFL. And oh, where are they in yards allowed? Oh, I don't know. Third. They suck. What about passing yards? Dan, where where could they be? Oh, how about third worst? QBR, are they any good? No, fourth worst. Oh, and how this about- game could be for Caleb Williams. How about this for a cherry on top? They have one sack as a team through three games. Which is pathetic. It would be laughable if the Giants didn't have two as a team. So are you going to pick somebody here? I just wanted to lay all these stats out because it's disgusting and it's gross. I don't know who's going to watch this game, to be completely honest. I'm going to – I'm going to throw up. I'm going to take Denver. (laughs) And I almost threw up in my mouth when I picked them. Gross. All right. Um, Steve. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna rehash the hash. All I all I know is I have friends that live in Chicago, and they, the city has petitioned to, to not show the Broncos Bears game in Chicago <laughs> instead, and show the Ravens Cleveland Browns game. Show it because you know how the home market has to show their team. So uh, they're asking for a, a reprieve from the NFL to show the Baltimore Cleveland game instead, and not not even waste their time. Yeah, everything Dan said. Uh, this is the annual cream of the crap game, cream of the crap bowl, and uh, I'll take Denver and give up. Denver has to win this game, dude. All right, I'm going to say this. The Broncos have a mess. Sean Payton said he would clean it up because Nathaniel Hackett was a joke, right? I don't think Nathaniel Hackett lost. That's what he, said. He, gave, he didn't give up 70 points. Sean Payton's an asshole. Now, I will tell you this. The Broncos get no pass rush. Justin Fields is going to have a big day. And the 14 Bear fans left are all going to post on Facebook, oh, this is it now, because the Chicago Bears are going to at least cover this spread. I think the Bears will win the game because I believe that lack of defense 
we'll catch up to you. And not like the Bears defense, and I mean, they're all bad all the way around. But I'm going to take the Bears also because I'm getting three points. And this game to me is a complete toss-up, so I'll take the three points. All right. Next up, we have – Well, Mike, you're the only one that took the Bears, right, Dan? Yes, he is. Yep. Yeah, okay. I'm the smartest one here, though, so it makes yeah, me Yeah, no, I no doubt about that. All right, so next up, we've got the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. Hold on. I, I just got a text from Joe Spillman, and instead of looking at the text, I'm just going to check. we got to find out where the comments are now. Where are they? Uh, is it chat? Okay. Uh, let me see. Oh, there Joe. we go. He just smiled with eye. He, he's he can't even talk anymore. No, he looked at himself in the mirror. That's why he put the yeah, laugh in the mirror. All he's he's got a little smiley. Hey, hey, Michael Joseph, if you're going to say something, say something. You got, you're a clown. The clown has no penis. Yeah, don't don't sit there and just send emojis. You said a clown has no penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, Dan. Hey, so I now... think I, I, I got to ask. I think I'm going to be doing a NASCAR show with those guys sometime here. Soon. No way, Steve. Yeah. That'll be yeah, cool. yeah. That'll be riveting TV. All Michael right, Joseph's Baltimore partner, Ravens uh, contacted me. Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. Now, I, the Ravens are banged up on the offensive line. Their backfield keeps getting depleted. I, I, I think this: the injury bug is eaten into the defense, and the Browns lost, lost Nick Chubb and Jake Conner, Jack Conklin. I, I want to tell you this. The Cleveland Browns right now may be the best team in the AFC North. Now, that won't last because they're the Cleveland Browns. But I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns and give the two and a half points, Steve. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I I, I I think the Ravens are going to come back strong. Yeah, uh, anybody I, that loses to the Colts can Colts, not be I, any good. This was getting ready to say that. I, look, I know where my team sits, okay? I understand we are the worst two-and-one team in the NFL right now. You're the Bar- best two-in-one team, all right? What? You're the best two-in-one team. No, we're not. You're not, but, you know. Not by a mile. But uh, anyway, I I think uh, – I didn't really think that the Ravens used Lamar Jackson like they should. I, You know, I the guy has skills and talents that no other quarterback in the NFL has, and I didn't think against the Colts they, they used those. Now, you know – Indy's defense is the best part of that team, and it's not that great, bar none. But, uh, yeah, I, I, Cleveland just is kind of a gritty team. They're playing at Cleveland. You got the dog pound there. Um, Cleveland's smelling some a little bit of blood. Uh, Baltimore's banged up and hurt. Um, I'm going to take the, the Cleveland and give up two and a half as well. All right, Dan. So you're going to say Cleveland – Listen, when we were talking about the the Bears and the Broncos, we were talking about really, really bad defenses. Yeah. When we're talking about this game, we're talking about two of the best defenses in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And the Browns are doing some special things. You want to talk about a total 180 from the bottom of the barrel? We started at the bottom. Now we're here. Cleveland. First in total defense, second against the run, first against the pass, third in QBR, first in third down percentage with 19.5. Hey, only- really quick, Greg Garecki, our friend, says Browns by six for now. They're only allowing third down conversions at 19.5% of the time. It's absurd. And they're allowing 10 points per game through three games. 
I'm wildly impressed by this Browns defense. If Deshaun Watson can get his act together like he did against the Titans and keep that going and build on that, Cleveland's going to be a problem. And, Mike, like you said, Baltimore's got a lot of injuries that it got to deal with. Lamar Jackson's trying to carry him despite all of it. And I don't know if he can. I'm going to take Cleveland in this one. Yeah, Mike, before you go, Greg reiterated what I said. You have to play to Bo Jackson's strengths. I don't think the Ravens are utilizing No, because Bo Jackson was a running back. I mean, in Lamar, the Jackson. I mean Lamar Jackson. Okay, I'm sorry. I'd... You should be sorry. Yeah, but Lamar, I don't think that they're using Lamar Jackson right, and I think that's going to hurt Baltimore until they decide just to – I know. Lamar they Jackson just let him run until he gets well, I mean, all things considered, he played well in this last yeah, season. He didn't lose a fumble, right. but he had two, over 200 yards passing. He had over 100 yards on the ground. He's not the problem, but no, he's, he's not. There's, there's a reason he's not mentioned in the upper echelon of guys because when Burrow's healthy, Burrow can carry it. When Josh Allen's right, Josh Allen can carry it. When Mahomes is, is good out there, Mahomes is out there, he can carry it. That's why they're the best of the best, and he's just in that next level because he can't carry this team through the injuries, through the Mike, adversity. He's great. He's Mike, good. He's not great. Let me ask you a question, Mike. How much of this falls on Harbaugh not utilizing Jackson Wright? I mean, or I do you think Jackson being used I, I think this. I don't think he's being used wrong necessarily. I think their offensive line's beat up, and everybody just ignores that. I mean – if your offensive line's beat up, you can't always call the same plays you would normally want to call. And a lot of people who sit on their ass and didn't play anything past peewee football will say, well, and I'm not talking about Greg either, by the way, because I love Greg. But what I'm saying is, you'll see it all the time. How many times, uh, we used to have this one dipshit on Bengal sites. His name was Scott. And he he would. Well, there's one, one viewer on. we just lost. Hold on. No, I don't care. He knows who he is, too. But I'm speaking to you right now, Scott. But he would post on there, well, Andy Dalton sucks because he doesn't know how to read a defense. My problem with that is this. Did Scott know how to read a defense? And if Scott doesn't know how to read a defense, how does Scott know Andy doesn't know how to read a defense? And how did Andy? how's Andy Dalton stayed in the NFL for, like, what, 15 years, most of it as a starter, and been to the playoffs five or six times? So my thing is this. Maybe we're at a point where it's not that Harbaugh is not a good enough coach. Maybe he's just overstayed. He's welcome. That's a thing. Not everybody can be Mike Tomlin. I just well, asked I mean, a question, Mike. And the thing is this, with Mike Tomlin, who's to say a couple of years from now, we're not saying the same thing about him. And those guys go other places and win. Marvin Lewis, he was there for a long-ass time. Oh, well, he sucked, though. So it didn't matter if he overstayed his welcome or not. So. <laughs> All right, um, Steve, did you pick the Ravens-Browns? He yeah, did. I took the Browns. I took the Browns. So we are to the Cincinnati Wait, Bengals. Mike, who'd you take? Huh? Mike, who'd you pick? Browns. I went first. I missed that. Okay, go. Please pay attention. We've go. got the Bengals at the Titans. The Bengals are favored by two. I think what we see here, if Joe Burrow plays, they can throw the ball short. The Bengals' defense, I think, will destroy a fading Titans rushing attack with D.J. Reader, just like they did in the playoffs two years ago. I think that they, with Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, they're going to make Ryan Tannehill real uncomfortable. Joe Burrow's good enough on one leg to be better than 90% of the quarterbacks in the NFL either way. So I think the Bengals win this comfortably. And I think the Bengals minus two, I would hammer that all day long, Dan. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Bengals as well. If Joe Burrow's playing, why not? I don't even care if he's not healthy. This Titans defense has shown nothing. Yeah, I mean, how many dudes on one calf are gonna go 29 for 44 for 250 yards and win their team to game and didn't even throw the ball deep, but maybe once the entire game? I want to see this Bengals defense keep that same energy that they had against the Rams, and I want to see them keep that up this week and keep that going moving forward. This performance from the uh, the Bengals defense against the Rams is exactly what we expected to see the first couple of games. They but came out there. The reason you didn't see it the first couple, the first game against Cleveland, I thought the defense played great. I didn't think they played bad against Baltimore. I think what happened was you had so many three and outs that you kept putting the defense right back on the field. And once again, guys like you who played like Pee Wee football, they don't understand that if you're playing defense, even if you've got a great defense, if you're on the field for most of the game, you eventually crack and break, especially at the NFL level. So, and I also think you've got guys, you got two safeties that are brand new. So it takes a while to get acclimated. But Lou Anarumo, I think, is the best defensive coordinator in football outside of Bill Belichick. So I think they'll be all right there. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Hendrickson keep doing what he was doing this last game. I want to see Logan Wilson keep it up, even though Logan Wilson's a beast. Everybody knows it. But I'm going to take Cincinnati as well. I just want to see this defense keep doing it. Stevie? Yeah, I, I think um, I, I, Grable is good. I still like Grable. I still love Grable. Huh? Grable. With a V. Oh, Grable. Okay, I'm sorry. Grable. All right. I have a beef impediment. Happens. Um, um, I think you're looking at a fading um, Tannehill and a fading Derrick Henry. They're both great players. Or, you know, I mean, Derrick Henry's a, a Hall of Fame. Derrick Henry back. was a great player. Ryan yeah, Tannehill exactly. is an above I, average quarterback. I don't know what you you're talking, Mike. Hey, Dan. Tannehill doesn't suck. You know, go talk to Jets fans if they'd like to have Ryan Tannehill right now. Listen, one of my buddies is a Oh, my God. You know what? I don't know why the fuck your what, buddy what is a Titans fan. I don't know. I don't, but because we always got to hear this. Oh, well, my buddy, who's a Titans fan, who also played peewee football with me, who's my backup tight end, says that he doesn't like Ryan Tannehill. Go ahead, Steve. Because this guy doesn't even deserve you to suck talk. too, He's Mike. A dumbass. You Go suck. Ahead. Tannehill sucks. And no, I, I, all I'm going to say this: I think the, the the Burrow juggernaut is gearing up real big. I think Joe's going to get healthier every week, um, unless an injury occurs again. But I, I think you're going to see this kid be the Joe Burrow we all know and love. Burr. And I, I think uh, Tennessee is. Is uh, was a, a better team than they are right now. And they're going to keep declining, uh, despite Grable as their coach. I'm going to give up the two and a half. And this, is, this is what started this all. Grable, <laughs> was it Grable or Grable? Yo, he did it again. I Varable. said Grable the first time. You didn't. Better go ahead. It's a V. Uh, it's a V. I'm taking the Bengals and giving up the two and a half points. Gee, many Christmas. All right, next up, Steve, you've got the L.A. Rams at the Baltimore mm. Colts. The Colts are favored by a point, Steve. Yeah, I don't know. Wait a minute. Let me let me just. Uh... What am I hearing? That's my Homer hat. Oh, that's your retardation. <laughs> 
That's your hat that screams, look, I'm Steve. I'm a dumbass. Go I know. Ahead. It's my hat that I wear when I'm playing golf. I'm going to get my head wet. You know, those of us that have hair can't just take a towel and wipe our uh, bald head off. And that's why we just wear a hat and don't worry about it. Yeah. You, you put a hat on. You just said it. With a range, you put a hat on. Yeah. Keep my beautiful flowing hair uh, nice and dry and clean. Flowing hair. Your hair looks like something to, you, you know, know the like cart a, girl likes you. No, know, no the beer cart girl doesn't like you. She's trying to get tips, Steve. A beer That's cart the girl is a guy. Come on, don't yeah. burst my bubble. All right, let me get back to the game. Um, yeah, I tell you, I, the Colts showed me something defensively. Do, 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 do. This is they're back home after after two victories on the road. Um, you know they played well against the Ravens. I'm not sure the Ravens lost that any more than the Colts won that game. Richardson allegedly is going to be back. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Minshew, I thought was solid. Um, you know, but Stafford Stafford's all over the map. I mean, the guy's not playing up to his standards and he could burst out at any time uh but the rams are in turmoil out here in la so i'm gonna give up the one and a half points and i'm gonna take the colts on this one because i'm a homer they're playing at home and 1.5 points is basically a push all right dan i'm gonna go with the colts mostly because I like the way Moss is running the ball. I like how they're committed to it. Gardner Minshew, baby. Minshew magic. Let it keep going because I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure Richardson isn't playing this week. So let it keep going. Give him the rock. Him and his jorts. Maybe the Rams win, but meh. I don't think they're that good anyway. I'll go Andy. All right. I'm going to take the Rams here just because Matt Stafford, I think, is a good Love quarterback. Stafford. He's got some good receivers. Has Cooper Cup got any chance to play in this week? No. No. But you still got the other dudes. I mean, to me. Well, Nakua is questionable with an oblique injury. To be, I mean, to be serious here, I don't think the Colts can handle Aaron Donald, but nobody can. And the other thing here that's really huge to me is that was a huge win for the Colts. Yeah. That's hard to double up with that. And I know the Rams are coming off a tough Monday night loss. I'm going to go with the Rams, and I'm going to take that whole point. All right. All right. Next up, the Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers. The Minnesota Vikings are favored by three and a half points, Dan. I hate that. And now, now, all of a sudden, the Vikings are used to losing one possession games at the end. Yeah, they, they won, what, 11 games or something like that last year, one possession games. Now they've lost three. <laughs> so things kind of balance out, it seems, after all, when it comes to things like that. But Young's not playing in this game. He's still injured, I believe, so it's going to be Dalton. I don't expect anything special out of him or that offense still. Minnesota's offense, we know can score. We know they can throw the ball. That won't be a question. It's just which Minnesota team is going to show up. Is it going to be the one that puts up the gaudy stats and wins by double digits? Or is it going to be the one where Kirk Cousins throws for 300 yards, three touchdowns, and he turns the ball over four times? I'm going to bet on the former. I'm going to take the Vikings here at three and a half. 
All right, Steve, I know you're a big Andy Dalton fan. Do you think he can get it done here? Um, is Andy playing for the Panthers? Yes, he started last week. He actually oh, played that pretty well. That makes it even worse. Week. I love Andy Dalton. Everybody loves Andy Dalton. I know. I, that guy is one of the most underrated quarterbacks ever to play a, a long career. Nah, he's just one of the nicest dudes. He's one of the nicest dudes to ever get a $20 million contract. Whatever. I mean, there's a guy that deserved a Super Bowl ring if anybody did that didn't get one. He put his time in. Anyway, I don't like the three and a half points, but I don't like the Panthers. Cousins, I think, is the better quarterback. Well, he's, he's only better because he's playing more regularly. He's, he's better than Andy Dalton. He's better than Andy Dalton. Right now he is, yeah. But in their yeah, prime, in 2010, maybe not. But, uh, yeah. Both teams are 0-4, and I think the Vikings maybe have a little more pride right now. Um, I'm going to give up the three and a half and go Minnesota. All right, I'm going to take Minnesota also. The three and a half almost wants me to take the Panthers. Yeah. But I, I just don't see enough explosive firepower on offense for Carolina, whether Andy Dalton or Bryce Young's playing. You got Adam Thielen, but he's not a burner. I don't see anybody take the top off. I don't think they can keep up with the Vikings' offense. And the Panthers' defense is not that good. So to me, this is kind of a no brainer. And there's so three. I, I'm sorry, Colin. You go ahead. You, you're fine. You can interrupt me whenever you want, Dan. It's fine. It's your it's show. My... I'm the only one who can't interrupt him. Shut exactly. up. Exactly. No, I was going to say, and there's three injuries worth watching this week for the Panthers as well. Miles Sanders is questionable with a groin. Uh, Taylor Martin, uh, their offensive tackle, right tackle, is questionable with an ankle injury. And Frankie Lavu, uh, their star linebacker, who's been playing amazingly well the first three weeks of the season, is questionable with a hip injury. And if he doesn't play, he's been by far their best player on defense. If he doesn't play, it's going to be ugly for, for Carolina. All right, next up, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are favored by three at the Houston Texans, Steve. Yeah, no-brainer. This is the lock of the week. Um, I think Houston's upset last week was a total fluke over Jacksonville. Jacksonville did not play well. Pittsburgh's, I think, a better coach team and a better football team. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, I, I think this is a good pick to take the Steelers and give up the three points. All right, Dan. I'm going to take the Steelers too, very reluctantly, only because two things for Houston. One, they're dealing with a lot of injuries to a bunch of key players. Shaq Mason, one of their guards with an ankle injury, Jalen Petrie, who didn't play this past week with a chest injury, uh, and Laramie Tunzel with a knee injury. All three of them are questionable. All three are key pieces to this team. And if they're not playing, Houston's going to have a rough go at it, even though C.J. Stroud is looking like the best rookie quarterback. He's on pace to throw for over 5,000 yards. And hey, who predicted that, by the way? Mike. You were all over, you were all over C.J. Stroud. And you were – see, that's – I was going to – I'm glad you mentioned Hey, get that. this. Kenny Pickett. Just had his first two D two TD passing game. CJ Stroud has had those in weeks two and three. Mm-hmm. Yo, you were on CJ Stroud going into this last season. You kind of soured on him later on in the year because he did have his struggles in big games, but then you were right back on it. Come draft. Yeah, but that games. that is that is more coaching because Ryan Day is a complete moron. Ooh, a moron. Yeah, he's a moron. Come on. Oh, Ryan Day is so overrated. And this is why now Michigan owns that team down south. Because the thing is, when Urban Meyer left, he left Ryan Day everything you need to keep winning. 
Ryan Day kept winning. The problem is John Harbaugh is a better coach than Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. So John Harbaugh caught up to Ryan Day. So did James Franklin at Penn State. So mm-hmm. Ryan Day will probably be fired within the next two to three years. Mike, I think you no mean Jim Harbaugh, way. don't you? Yeah, whatever. It's a hardball. Yeah. It's the okay, one in well, the NFL. Grable, uh, Grable, whatever. Well, the Grable, Grable is just a complete different name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Man, I, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Mike? I'm going to take Houston. I, think, see, I, I, I expect at least a couple of those guys to play. And I think what we've seen here is both defenses have struggled against the run. Mm-hmm. Both have been effective – a little bit at least. You've got T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith on one side, Will Anderson on the other side. I like C.J. Stroud a lot. I, I still – they're probably not going to win probably more than four or five games this year. That's okay. I don't know that they'll win this game. But in a game that I think is fairly even, just because I think Pittsburgh's slightly talent-wise maybe, but C.J. Stroud is worlds better than Kenny Pickett. So I'm going to go with the Houston Texans here. All right. All right. Next up, Raiders at the Chargers. We get the dumbest coach in the world, Brandon Staley, <laughs> battling the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm sure he'll go on, go for it on fourth and ten on his own twelve, up by a point oh with ten seconds to go. But oh, golly, Miss Molly, Steve, Raiders, Chargers, Chargers by five and a half. Oh, we I missed comments again. All right, Greg says Bengals by ten. Greg says Rams by seven. Wow. He thinks that the Panthers will cover, and he's got the Steelers to cover. All right, Steve, okay, Greg. Out. Raiders, Chargers. Um, I don't know. Is uh, Garoppolo playing this week or not? He was in Capone. We don't know yet. We, we don't, don't know, know yet. yet. Without, without Garoppolo, I think it's a it's a it's a easier pick. If I don't like the up. five point. I don't was it five points is the spread or five and a half. Jared Stidham is the backup. Oh boy! What's the, what's the point spread? Five or five and, five, and five and a half. Five and a half. I don't like that five and a half at all. I think it's going to be a closer game. They are playing at SoFi. Um, that's always worth a point or two and home team. I don't know. Staley's on the hot seat big time out here. I don't know if he's going to last the. Dude, he should have already been caught on fire. Yeah, I, I agree. Ago. I mean, that's too good a football team. Yeah, um, to have a guy Dan thought would be a great head coach. Really. For the Lions, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Staley? I thought I liked them. What yeah. do you want me to do? I was wrong. No, I called okay. you a dumbass when you said your that. Ass. I'm not going to good pass for you. I will because I yeah, told good you. Pass good Let me make my pick. Uh, then I'll shut up. Uh, I'm going to take the Chargers and give up the five and a half. I think the Raiders – are just a mess. They're going to be good, but they're a mess. I don't think they're going to be good, and I think both teams are a little bit of a mess. The Chargers could be fixed quickly, but that would include a coaching change. I'm going to take the Chargers, give the five and a half, Dan. I'm going to take the Chargers as well. All right, next up, the New England Patriots against the Dallas Cowboys, who are who we thought they are. You know, they look awesome, and then then that game happens. They lost for that. They lost to Josh Dobbs and the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Right now, the Cowboys are favored by seven in this. What do you think, Dan? Dallas minus seven at home. 
you just don't know what Dallas team's going to show up. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we got a team that was just amazingly dominant the first two weeks of the season. Then they go – they play against Arizona and – Puke on themselves. Yeah, it's, it, it was it was ugly. They they couldn't stop the run at all. Re- remember who their wins were against, though. Yeah, the Washington Jets and the Giants. It's a bad time to be in New York, believe me. Jets and Giants fans are really going through it right now. Plus, you got all those illegal immigrants flooding the streets. So, I mean, it's a really bad time to live in New York. It's a really, it's a really bad time. No, they throwing both. The suck. Knicks, they're throwing the Knicks in the in the nets, and you know, and then, yo, yo, thank God they got the Mets. Hold the, on. Yo, the most, the most. Of course, this would happen. I just got to say this because I'm in New York, and we're talking about it now. Jets, high hopes, they suck. Giants made the playoffs, got better. High hopes, they suck. The Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs. The Mets suck. The Knicks were good, but I'm a Knicks fan, and I'm realistic, so they're probably going to be butt. The Rangers, not quite despite an all-star team. It's just a bad time to be a New York sports fan. Anyway, I digress. All that aside, I don't want to take Dallas minus seven, but I think they're going to get it together, rebound from that disgusting performance at Arizona. Let's be honest. I'm not expecting Mac Jones to do anything special in this game, so they'll shut down Ramon J. Greg Stevens. Gorecki said the Eagle or the Jets haven't won anything since he was nine. 1986, you're old. Uh, I, think he's talking about 19, I think he's talking about 1968 or 69. 69, yeah. I think that's the last time the Jets did Damn, it. Damn, Greg, you're old. Yeah. I'm gonna go with he's as old as Steve. He's as old as me. <laughs> I'm going to go with Dallas. All righty. Steve, what you Steve got? Dallas. Dallas Dan- hey, Danny, have you ever eaten at Mickey Mantle's? No. Ah, great little restaurant there on the south side of uh, Central Park. Really fun. A lot of memorabilia. Let's see. Mickey Mantle's. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google it real quick. It's probably yeah, not Mickey even Mantle's. there anymore, it's a, Mickey Mantle's is a sports bar. It's really – but the memorabilia in there is unbelievable. Steve, let's focus. Patriots have Cowboys. Cowboys minus seven. Well, he's Googling the, the restaurant. Well, let him on. Google that while you no, you're good. All right. I'm I I I'm gonna bank on the Cowboys being the team in the first two weeks. I do not like the seven points, and I, I don't, don't like I, yeah. I could easily see Greg is sixty-four. Is he okay? I'm six I'm sixty-four too, Greg. I was born in fifty-eight, I'll be sixty-five in December. I'm fifty-four, and Dan's twelve. Old yeah. Um, anyway, I, I'm going to go with the Cowboys and give up seven points, but it's a risky pick because as long as Belichick is on that sideline, um, you know, he's dangerous. But I don't think that the Patriots have the horses this year to compete. Dallas played like crap against um, the Cardinals. Let's hope it was a one-game crap because if not, Philadelphia's going to run run away with that East and, and, uh, and face San Francisco in the NFC Championship game. Um, so, But I'm going to go with Dallas give up seven. I believe this. I think that the Patriots with Bill Belichick will at least cover this game. I'm going to take the Patriots. Yeah. I think that they come out, they try to wear down the Cowboys with Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott. Remember that name. Because he seems like the kind of guy that would carry a grudge. Um, <laughs> That's true. And, and Bill Belichick, his scheme, contain the run, maybe remove a little bit of C.D. Lamb. Dak Prescott slumping. The Cowboys' pass defense will need to save the day late against Mac Jones. I think this is a close game that could go either way. 
And I know Greg put his pick out there of Patriots by four. So Greg likes the good being thing, down to a sunny spot because he's old. Well, the good thing is this, though. I mean, I respect Greg's picks more than I do you guys' and he agreed with me. So I won this pick them by 10 games last year, and you finished no, third you in the playoffs. Hey, this is, this is the thing, though. Hmm. There is an asterisk here, especially hmm. when you refused – to let the picks out to everybody and you just would tell us what our record was. And the thing is where it is the first week we did this where you sent us the picks so everybody could see it. Mm -hmm. What happened? Me and Steve smoked your ass because you're pathetic. I was, but I had a bad week. That's the only way geriatrics are going to stay relevant. Remember I won by 10 games last year. You were irrelevant. I expect that to happen again. You've got your hat on backwards. You make duck faces all the time, like a twelve-year-old girl putting pictures on TikTok. I got the lips for it. What do you got doing? a beard with a little white stain down here on it? I That's don't know right. what that is, but I didn't see it last week. I also have luscious, thick hair. Yeah, that you had back in the seventies because you're old. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If Great we ever much. met, if we ever met, I could kick your ass, and I'm like fifty-four. <laughs> All I gotta do is, you know, tap your kneecap or something, and you know, collapse. Because see, yeah, because see, I mean, you've never well, done anything athletically. Uh, cold. You're you've never done anything yeah. athletically. You're like short, fat, can't jump, can't run. You just drink beer and play with yourself all day. All right, okay. next up, we've got the Cardinals at the 49ers. The 49ers are favored by 14. Ooh. I, I, I will take this. I mean, it's 14 points. But they're the Cardinals, and they actually won a game. Hmm. Hmm. With the way Purdy's playing, Christian McCafferty. I mean, Josh Dobbs played really well, and he's probably the only quarterback that doesn't worry about getting cut because when he does, he already has a job with NASA, so he's going to be all right money-wise either way. I think the Niners win this game like 37-14, to so I'm going to take the Niners. I'm going to give the points, Dan. I'm going to do the same. I was going to take Arizona, but I just can't I just can't talk myself into doing it. I hate this 14, but why not? I mean, Arizona's played better than anybody expected the last couple of weeks, but No, they could easily be 2 and 1 right now. They should be 2 and 1 yeah. if they didn't collapse against the Giants. They should absolutely be 2 and 1. And they've been a surprise, but the the difference in talent is just too much to overcome. And if Purdy keeps doing what he's doing, 14 is too low. I'll, I'll go for San Fran. All right. Steve. I mean, that's the same time. I'll agree with what all has been said. I can't have anything to do with it. I, I think this is okay. – if any team's going to win by 14 this week, it's going to be San Francisco. You're adding stuff to it. All right, I'm done. <laughs> well, I mean, if you say you're not going to add stuff to All right, it, I, I don't care if you add stuff. Add stuff, Steve. You can add stuff. I have nothing to add. Okay. I think the 49ers should bring Garoppolo back. <laughs> they want to get to the Super Bowl. You just added something, Ken. All right. Uh, next up, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs at the New York Jets or the Jets and the Chiefs. Doesn't matter. But the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half. I'll go first. I'm going to take the Jets because Zach Wilson's playing. Steve? Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think they're 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 on a juggernaut. I did right say now. the Chiefs, didn't I? You said the no, Jets. Said the Jets. But I, I meant the Chiefs. Yep. I already put KC. No, yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. I just think that that's 
Jets are sucking hind tit. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can say that on the air or not. You're doing what? It's great. Don't say it again. Tit. I love you, though. Okay. Um, but I'm taking Kansas City, giving up the nine and a half. All right, Dan. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take KC. Zach Wilson is just god-awful. It's so bad. I, I was, I've been talking about it today. Again, scored it's, last it's, week go a touchdown, I think. No. Hashtag New York problems. I'm talking about this in my chat with my buddies and one of my and a bunch of my friends are Jets fans. And and I hear it on the radio. I hear it from my friends. The Jets fans are done with Zach Wilson. Hey, remember who told you Zach Wilson was a horrible pick a few years ago? Yeah, yeah, you, you were all over that. He's a ten year old boy trying to play quarterback. Zach Wilson, they are over it. They are completely done. And if if the reports are true that the defense is disgusted with uh, Robert Sala defending Zach Wilson, and they're upset with him, that's ugly because that defense is carrying that team. And if Zach Wilson could just be mediocre. No, 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 no. Be mediocre. Go for 150 yards and no turnovers, no touchdowns. Do nothing. Let them win 13 to 10. Just – Stop sucking so bad. It's ridiculous. And I think Jets fans are, are going to just burn the building down if Zach Wilson starts after this week because they're going to lose this game. They're going to lose it big. I'm going to take Kansas City. And I don't I don't know what's going to happen moving forward, if it's going to be Trevor Simeon, if it's going to be Boyle starting at quarterback for the Jets. Either one don't work, and they both might be as bad as Zach Wilson. Yo, hold on, Mike. Let me ask you a question. As a coach, okay, if you had a defense and a running game that was ready to compete for a championship, and your quarterback, who whoever your starter was, was literally holding the whole team back, but you knew you didn't have a worthy backup, would you stick with the struggling quarterback and defend him publicly, or would you switch to his backup? Because the backup can't be any worse, right? I would go find me somebody else, and I would just run the ball on every play. Run the ball. Run the ball, throw a screen pass. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just run the ball. Because you don't see him even try to establish it. It'll be like two runs in a row, and then they'll throw Mm -hmm. the ball. Yep. Just because they think that they have to because he's defended Zach Wilson. It'll be third and seven, and they'll throw a five-yard out. And Zach Wilson won't even be able to complete that. Plus, he wears that stupid-ass bandana. It is so bad. I'm taking KC. All right, is can you get a worse Monday night football game than well, Seattle? Can, can I can I make can I make my bone to pick segment here real quick? Yeah, shoot. Okay, two things. One is uh, Geraldo Ruiz. Wants oh, to, I think Hold we on. all took the Broncos, didn't we? Hold on, the Broncos. With the Bron- yeah, I, I no. picked the Bears and the Bears. took the points. Oh, the other okay. two guys Mike took, took so the Broncos. And it looks to me like he's got a really good looking wife. So. You're too old to be able to tell if that little picture. <laughs> it's hard to tell. For me, it's hard to even see if they're people or what. He's got a so. good-looking babe with him, so it's nice. uh, good for him. Uh, I like so to see rude, that. Steve. That's your that was your bone my, to pick. No, my bone to pick is they oh. pick these damn night games. Like this is what a Sunday night game. Well, they picked them ahead players. of time. They yeah. both made the playoffs last. You year. know the Colts <laughs> get one extracurricular game. They shouldn't get any. I get one like on November 14th or something on NFL Network. And, and that's it. That's the only yeah, time. Because nobody wants to watch a team that sucks. I know, but, Rude. you know, 
the Jets aren't two and one and leading their division, and the Colts are. Yeah, but you can't change the game at the last minute. Steve. Every team not, should not get an equal amount season. of night games. Yo, uh, no. Why no. do they do that? This is about making money. Yeah, no. Why? Why would you want well, what, to okay. put the Colts like, on like, and get like half the, the TV ratings? Like the the Chiefs Jets game is going to be a good game to watch. That thing will be over. No, at but what I'm saying is this: at the start of the year, they tell like, you who's Sunday playing night, in those games. I'll be watching. That game. Have, that game had every right to be a Sunday night game. Rodgers versus half of that game. Then I'll go watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah, because you're not even a man anymore. Big brew. You lived in LA so long. Salt Lake City. Nobody cares. Although they were in Palm Springs. Nobody cares. It's Salt yeah, Lake you know, City it's, and they're desperate house. Colts Rams. It's gross. Colts Rams is a better game than Chiefs. Oh, that's Sylvester Stallone calling in again. Chiefs, uh, I'm just yeah, going to ignore him so we can finish the show. Game. All right. All right Seahawks, Seahawks Giants. Giants minus one. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Steve, who you got? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks too. Yeah, hold on a second. The Giants are favored by that is what it said this morning by a one and a half. Oh, I'll check out um, BetMGM right now and see if it has changed because it didn't I seem right see, to I me this my, morning. I, I still see the Giants favored on MGM. There you go. Um, so don't ever question me again, all right? That's what you no, 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 no. I'm not questioning you. I'm questioning WTF. Who who picked this line? Who picked the Giants as the favorites? Am I missing something? Did I like fall asleep and we're like in week eight and the Giants? Yeah, I got the I got the Giants Giants minus one and a half. And the Giants have won a bunch of games in a row, and Daniel Jones looks like Peyton Manning. Like, what are we talking about? I don't know if we're talking about the same Giants team, but this is a Giants team that offensive line might be the worst in the league outside of Tennessee or maybe the Jets. Saquon Barkley is still questionable with an ankle injury, a high ankle sprain, which normally keeps most people out, especially uh, running back athletes out for a few weeks. That's a serious injury, especially for a running back who's planting on every single play. It's ugly. Their offensive line sucks. Barkley's hurt. Jones hasn't done anything in the passing game with all these new weapons that they got this offseason. I'm confused. I'm disgusted. Whoever picked this line, they're, they're, I hate them. I'm going to pick Seattle. So Scroll. we'll call this Dan Kornhauser's lock of the week. All mm-hmm. right, Steve, agree or disagree? I agree. I took Seattle. Oh, yeah. He took Seattle. Yeah, it's an easy thing. Absolutely. It's, it's disgusting, as Dan would say. All right, guys, before we wrap it up, anybody got anything they want to add or anything like that, or we go ahead and wrap it up? I feel like I had a question to, to bring up, but I forgot it, and I didn't write it down, so nah, I'm done. Well, if you think of it, call us later, and we'll just do a quick video chat. All right, gonna we're going to go ahead. We're going to wrap it up. I want to remind everybody to go to Facebook, follow The Grueling Truth on Facebook, be one of our 158,000 followers. Make sure you go follow Steve Risley on Twitter at srisley34. Uh, you follow basketball Dan coming Kornhauser. up. Yes, Indiana basketball, the first show. Yesterday. The first show will be probably the first week of October. So if you're an Indiana basketball fan, stay tuned there. Dan Kornhauser can be followed on Twitter at DB. DB Talking Sports. D is in Dan. NBA NBA, Lakers had their media day today. Okay, let's not talk about the NBA. We don't want people to turn the show off. All oh, right, I agree. You can follow me on Twitter at Grilling Truth. Make we'll sure pick you pick up check everybody out in China. 
Make sure you check out BetMGM, your best sports book, for betting on NFL football this year. Uh, let's see. Greg says he will try to be on time next week. Take care, guys. Thanks, Bye, Greg. Greg. Thanks you for your catch input. us every Wednesday night. Thanks, Geraldo, for your input, guys, for listening. And real quick, Big Dan Kornhauser's sharing his thing here. I'm doing things. Here. Okay. Here we go. So we're we're showing our picks for this week, right? It's pretty. Looks good. It's accurate. You sending that out? Yes, I will send you a uh he'll send a screenshot. He didn't want to be able to, for us to actually see it because he can get it. No, and I change printed it. mine out. It prints out nicely. There you go. You're welcome. All right, guys. So make sure you come back, check us out next Wednesday, eight o'clock live. You can get us on over 300 different channels. You can hear the recorded show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, almost anywhere you find sports podcasts, you will find the grueling truth. So for Can now, I make for... one prediction? Yes. Oh, I, ask you, I do not intend to be in the lead next week. <laughs> I don't intend for either one of you to ever I be in the lead. I think that was short-lived again. glory on my part. <laughs> You're not in the lead. We're tied. You just want to. No, I'm in the lead. He's in the well, lead. Tied right? overall, that's right. No. Yeah. We're tied overall. You're a game behind us. Hey, Mike, in my mind, I'm in the lead if I'm tied with you. That's right. Well, that's what most people would think. I'm exceptional. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. For Dan Kornhauser, Steve Risley, I'm Mike Goodpass. We've been watching and listening to The Grueling Truth, where the legends speak.